بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my dear brothers and sisters <coughs> there are certain certain fundamental things that as Muslims we should get clear in our minds and our hearts certain fundamental concepts they're very simple to understand and there are only two of them so there are not so many that you can't remember and that fundamental concept the first of them is as mentioned in the ayat which you hear in every juma in every khutbah of juma in every place in the in, in the world practically and that is where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa may yuti'i allah wa rasulahu faqad faza fawzan azima and whoever obeys allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam only that person is faza fawzan azima only that person has achieved eternal and permanent success the one who obeys allah the one who obeys rasulullah sallallahu only that person has achieved eternal success which means that if you disobey allah and you disobey rasulullah sallallahu then this success you would not have attained it you would not have got eternal success that is the first concept the second concept is where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ وَالْآخِرَةِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that the best example for you to follow is the life of my Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the best example for the one who looks forward to the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Day of Judgment and who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a great deal. This is the second concept. So the first one is obedience, which means to all the orders of Allah and His Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, irrespective. Allah did not say obeying them in how you worship Allah, but the rest of it, how you run your shop, how you operate in a business, how you employ somebody, how you are somebody else's employee how you conduct a marriage, how you conduct a funeral, right? How you are with your wife in the marriage, how you are with your husband in the marriage, how you raise children. All of these things you don't have to worry. You can do them any way you want. As long as you worship Allah and His Nabi according to the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed, Allah is not saying this, right? The one who obeys Allah and His Rasul. In what? In everything. Because it is a blanket statement. It is not a qualified statement. How do I obey? How do I, what do I do if I am running my shop? You, or you run it the way Allah ordered it and the Rasul Sallallahu ordered it. How do I do business? The way Rasul Sallallahu did business and the way Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala ordered you to do business. So if there is an interest-based transaction, I do not do. If there is something which is a product which is haram, do I sell tobacco, do I sell alcohol, do I sell pornographic literature, do I sell 
hamburgers, pork hamburgers, do I sell beer in my shop? Goes without saying. Of course, you cannot do any of those things. Oh, no, no, no. But you see, it's I, I don't sell them to Muslims. Only non-Muslims buy hamburgers and only non-Muslims buy beer. It's not a question of who buys it. It's a question of who is selling it. If the seller is a Muslim, he is not permitted to sell anything which is haram in Islam. Right? This is the fundamental principle. Now, the other, the second ayat which I recited for you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Follow my Nabi in your entire life. The best example for you to follow is the life of my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Which part of his life did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specify? Follow the part that he, his Makkan period, follow the Madinan period, follow how he used to pray and rest of it is okay, you can do what you want. Follow how he conducted the marriage of his daughters, Fatima to Zahra radiallahu anha with, uh, with his cousin Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anhu. F- follow only that. Rest of it you can leave. Or you can follow, follow only the ibadah. Your marriage you can conduct anyway. Did Allah say all this? No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, follow and obey my Nabi and follow his way, follow his life. In what? In everything. Make your whole life the life like the life of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu These are the two fundamental principles that every Muslim must understand and must get clear in their minds and must not deviate from them and must not con- con- continuously put himself in a situation where he is, every time there is a decision point, he is in a quandary, he is wondering, he is perplexed, he is puzzled, he is confused. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do that? There's no need. There's no need for any of that confusion because you have been told very clearly what you should do. And what should I do? Obey Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Follow the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bas. Khatam. Khalas. That is it. Right? Just two principles. If you get these two principles right, in your life, if we get these two principles right in our lives, inshallah our lives will be successful. And what is the proof of that? Allah said this, follow this and this is for the one who looks forward to the meeting with Allah. Look for, looks forward to the um, meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and looks forward to <coughs> uh, the day of judgment. Number one. Number two, <coughs> in the first ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَقَدْ فَازَفُوزُ this person will be fantastically, hugely successful. He will have Fawzul Azim. He will have the best success that anybody can have. And that is permanent success. My brothers and sisters, as Muslims, we have to get ourselves understand this and say, do you want success? Seriously. You know, it sounds like a dumb question, but ask yourself, because I, I see this all the time. Muslims falling into unnecessary complications, complicating their lives, falling into, and good people, you know, alhamdulillah, good people who are praying and so on and so forth. But they fall into uh, all kinds of practices and customs which at best are doubtful and at worst are clearly haram. But they will still do it. Because, oh, but you see, this is the custom, this is the practice, this is how our ancestors did it, this is how our family has always done it. Remember, these these kinds of uh, uh, comments, this is how our family did it, this is how our people did it. These are the, the comments which the 
Quraysh and the other mushrikeen of Makkah made to Nabi Sallallahu when he brought Islam. They said, we, oh, we are following the deen of our forefathers. This is not an argument. This is not a, something that a Muslim should say. Right? We came to follow Muhammad Sallallahu We came to follow Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We didn't come to follow our grandfather or grandmother or whoever it was. If they did something wrong, may Allah forgive them, make dua for them. If they did something right, Alhamdulillah, good for them. But because they were doing something, we don't do it. We do, we do what we do based on dalil. This Islam is a deen of dalail. It's a deen of proof and evidence. Right? And what is that proof and evidence? That proof and evidence is what comes from the kitab of Allah and the sunnah of Muhammad wasallam. So the first thing, therefore, I said to you is, please get your concepts right. And the concept is, these are the two concepts. I obey Allah and His Messenger Wasallam, and I follow the life and the way of Muhammad Wasallam in everything in my life. If these two concepts we get clear, believe me, inshallah, when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which can be right now, which can be today, which can be tomorrow, please understand this. Understand and remember and accept the fact that one day you will die. One day I will die. Then that day will be a good day for us, inshallah. <coughs> we can look forward to that. Right? So anytime any issue comes up, should we do this, should we not do that, should we eat this, should we not eat that, should we go there, should we not go there, right? Should I get into this business or that business? I am getting married, what kind of person should I marry? In the marriage, what, what ceremony should I have, what should I not have? Very simple. Do what Rasulullah did. If you are Muslim, I don't have to ask you, if you are a Muslim, then automatically you are saying that whatever my Rasul did is the best. Nobody else's custom can be better than his. Nobody else's practice can be better than his. This is what we are saying as Muslims. If you are not saying that, then I don't have to talk to you because I am talking to Muslims here. If you say that somebody else's practice was better than the practice of Muhammad then do it, do what you want. Because we have nothing to do with you then. Very simple, right? But if you do, if you are not saying that, and obviously I'm sure you're not saying that. As Muslims, you will never say that. Then, don't become a hypocrite. Don't become a munafiq. That you say that the way of Muhammad Wasallam is the best, but you do something else yourself. This is the essence. This is the definition of nifaq. This is the definition of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is to say something and do something else. So I'm saying that the way of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the best, but I'm following the way of XYZ. Right? Tom, Dick and Bihari. That is nifaq. So anything you are doing, if you are, if you are conducting your marriage, what should I do? There are 20,000 practices. Right? What should I do? See what Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did in the marriage of his daughter Sayyidah Fatima Fatima Zahra with Sayyidina Ali bin Abi Talib that is our example <coughs> do what he did what he did is documented it is written down it is history read it up do what he did what did he do he conducted the nikah and he sent his daughter with her husband home and he told the husband you do a walima that's it did they do anything else? No. That's all they did. Nikah and Walima. This is what we do. 
Now somebody comes to you and says, no, 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 but you see among the Arabs, they did not have this custom, that custom. Alhamdulillah, very good, they didn't have it. We are not following the Arabs, we are following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi We are not following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi because he is Arab, we are following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi because he is the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa Right? Do what he did. So any question comes to you, should we do this custom, that custom, and may Allah protect us, especially among us Indians and, you know, the South, South Asians. We've got all kinds of customs. Cultural customs that has that have been imported into the, into the into the Muslim culture from all over the place. Should we do all those things? You decide, because you will stand before Allah alone. You will go into your grave alone. The bride and the groom who are getting married, it is your life. You want that to be beautiful? Start it right by following the Sunnah of Rasulullah You want it to be blighted and destroyed? Up to you. You want it, you don't want it to be right? Then do what you want. As Rasulullah said, the one who has no haya, the one who has no shame, let him do whatever he likes. So ask yourself and say, do I have dignity? Do I have shame? Do I have haya? Do I have a, a sense of confidence in my uh, in my religion? If the answer is yes, follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Not anybody else. It doesn't matter what anyone says, you follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the good sense to follow the life of Rasulullah because that's the only life which has the guarantee of success.